Welcome to the Sunday Times Politics Weekly, where we unpack the big political stories of the week. My name is Mike Siluma. Ahead of the forthcoming local authority elections, the ANC established a national electoral committee that will oversee the nomination of candidates. Uh, to tell us more about the workings of the committee and the problems that it seeks to address, uh, we're joined now by our guest this week, the former president of the country and now the head of the ANC's electoral committee, Mr. Khalima Mutlantia. This econ is racist. I've never, ever been a spy. Can the PBS bank loot? The problem is that pinky. I'll never subject myself to whiteness. I'm listening. Can you have consistency, Honorable Chair? Corruption was an Olympic sport. They will always win gold. This is not a shit. Can you please come in? Hey, welcome to the show. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, uh, Mike. Good afternoon to your viewers and listeners. Yes, maybe first to, to kick off, what, what was the genesis of the Electoral Committee? Well, at its 52nd National Elective Conference, the ANC resolved to establish an electoral committee of the organization. And the way the resolution was couched and the mandate of this committee was to create rules for uh, selection and election and nomination of uh, candidates and that you know the the aim being that uh, uh, the ANC should have uh, competent qualified candidates and and for that to work uh, particularly for local government elections the electoral committee had to uh, include a rule that uh, uh, allows for community uh, processes uh, as, as the uh, penultimate stage of such nomination. Uh, whereas in the past, nominations would have uh, taken place at a branch general members meeting, uh, then thereafter, you know, processed through the regional list conference and the provincial list conferences and to be finalized at the national list conference. Now, the most important step is that the branch nominates four candidates for that is constituency and, and, and about six for uh, PR. And, and those names must then present it to a general meeting of the uh, community within that ward. And the nominated uh, candidates would then uh, be afforded an opportunity to present their credentials to the community should the community not be happy with uh, some or all of the four, they are given the uh, right to uh, nominate uh, those that uh, inspire confidence. And the rule then says those are the ones that they uh, accept. Yeah. Yes, but but maybe at the beginning, what is it? What what is the problem that? that the establishment of the committee was trying to, to resolve? Well, the, the, it, the, the committee, as I said, was mandated to come up with rules, precisely because uh, the delegates to conference were aware that the nomination procedures were being, you know, manipulated and, and you know, uh, predetermined outcomes were uh, simply, you know, uh, presented as though uh, these were outcomes of proper democratic processes within the organization. And so there was a concern about the fact that these 
manipulation of procedures ends up producing candidates who actually don't even command respect within the, the uh, community, within the, the, the said ward. And, and that if the community has no confidence in those that the ANC presents as candidates, the community, even if it's a, it's a community which is supportive of the ANC, uh, would not vote for the ANC. And the, the, the National uh, Committee is a permanent structure? Yes, the National uh, Committee is a permanent structure. It's made up of uh, eight members. Uh, if I may share with you the names, uh, we have uh, Ms. Dimkohani, Ms. Nora Fakude, Ms. Theo Steele, Ms. Loretta Jacobas, Ms. Busi Chwete, Ms. Ngele Ntingana, Amos Masondo, and myself. So there's eight of us. I, I, I was asked to chair this committee, and Ngele Ntingana is uh, my deputy. Okay, and and they, 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 these are very senior uh, members of the of, of the ANC. Presumably, it is people who are not involved in the heli belly of the functioning of the organization. Yes, of course. Uh, you know, so, some of the members, you know, like Theo, for instance, uh, comes from the labor movement. Loretta comes from the the SACP. Nora Fagude comes from the Veterans League. Busichwete uh, from the ANC Youth League. And so the NEC appointed three of us and the rest had to come from uh, these structures. So on the understanding, of course, that these are people who do not, uh, this, this is not a federalist structure or an alliance structure, it's an ANC structure. So even though they come from those organizations, they serve in their own right and capacity as members of this committee. Uh, and, and, and the committee, of course, as I said, is tasked with the responsibility of coming up with rules that should govern how uh, nomination and selection of candidates takes place. Well, what would you say are the criteria that the ANC is looking for in electoral candidates, you know, the, the, the people that would be put forward? Well, what, what, what are the key things that you're looking for? Well, uh, first and foremost, it's... Uh, yeah, you know, expertise uh, as well as experience. Uh, you know, so so some people would have served, you know, at uh, various times in uh, municipalities and or uh, even you know legislatures and so on. Uh, and 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 so they have some experience, working experience of where uh, you know issues of governance and 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 otherwise over and above that we need the qualifications and and, and skills uh, relevant to uh, the work that say a municipality uh, would be involved in there's a there's a view that says that the the, the ANC decided to to establish the, the the committee and to put together the rules uh, to to establish the rules in order to ward off the threat that may be posed by independent candidates. What, what, what do you say to that? Uh, which rule are you referring to? The, the idea that candidates being put forward must be put, put forward to the communities as well, and that community members can stand yes. and, you know, as independents supported by the AIDS. Yes, uh, of course, that's one of uh, the uh, recent experience that uh, where the ANC uh, was accused of imposing candidates on communities 
the ANC had to respond to that accusation and, and admit that, yeah, if the community is not involved, then, uh, you know, the uh, in a community of 10,000, you know, residents or registered voters, for instance, uh, you'll find that the ANC branch is made up of 300, 400 members. The notion of the quorum is that only 51 plus, uh, I mean, 50 plus one uh, percent uh, majority suffices uh, for the meeting to create. So the, the, this has had to be uh, responded to positively. Because if, uh, if, 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 if your candidate has the approval of the community or, you know, commands some respect, and, and, and confidence of the community. Uh, it's the same uh, community that's going to be voting. The, the, the other question that's related to, to, to the process is, and it's a broader issue really about a constitutional, if you like, a, a question in, in a sense, that public representatives such as the ones that will, you know, will be put forward in, in, in the forthcoming elections, but also nationally uh, or provincially, that they should be recallable, that it's all well and good to elect people and you know candidates and put them in office, and then after that you've got no control over what they do. You have to wait for another five years. Well, well what's your view to that? Well, that that's really a function of the uh, electoral act because uh, at the moment the electoral act uh, provides for uh, proportional representation uh, both at national and provincial levels, and at local level it has a hybrid of. Uh, constituency based. That's why uh, you have ward councillors. Uh, those are constituency based, and then you have PR councillors. So it's a hybrid system at that level. Uh, and 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 of course, I know there's been debates, uh, you know, about the, the electoral uh, system. That uh, perhaps uh, people who, who feel that you know once. Uh, 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 they, they've voted the parties, uh, you know, then compile lists of those who uh, take up the seats uh, in, in the legislature or, or, or parliament. And, and they never ever, you know, even though there are constituency offices, but uh, the, the, because the country is not demarcated, you know, uh, to allow for constituency-based uh, uh, elections. Uh, they, they hardly ever get to uh, interact with their public representatives, except by, you know, witnessing how they perform on television and stuff like that. So, so that debate is ongoing. Uh, at some point, I, I would imagine that, uh, particularly if, the hybrid system at local government level proves that it, it actually works effectively, uh, then uh, it would be easy to con convince, uh, I think, the nation that uh, it should apply, uh, you know, at, at, at provincial and, and national level as well. Just to come back to the more immediate uh, question of the of the of the local elections. Uh, you know, in, in our overall uh, democratic dispensation or constitutional dispensation, how important is local government uh, in the transformation of South Africa? Well, uh, local government is the most important tier of government in the sense that it is, it is uh, you know, uh, if you like, the rock face 
it is it is the, the where uh, you know residents and citizens interact with government very directly also because it is constituency based as well and 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 in 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 terms of how people look at hierarchies uh, you know the tendency is to say national is more important followed by province and then uh, local but truth be told local is far much more important in fact if if local governments are, are, are properly constituted and structured with the understanding that they they are a state at local level then it's easier to to with working functional efficiently run municipalities you can then develop local economies and grow local economies uh, in many countries uh, in, in in countries like europe and uh, I mean, I mean uh, in, in places like Europe, uh, countries such as uh, the Federal Republic of Germany, Italy, and, 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 and so on, you find that uh, oftentimes national governments are coalition governments and, and they tend to be unstable. But the local uh, governments uh, are the pillars because, you know, they, they function efficiently. The local economies are growing and, and thriving, and and uh, therefore citizens, uh, you know, can can uh, get quality service even when there is no national government. Belgium at some point went on for almost three years without a national government, but everything still functioned uh, properly. So that's a very very important tier of government. Yeah. How would you rate the the, the quality? Of of cadres in the ANC today, uh, given given them the, the, that we've we've had so so many complaints about performance, especially at local level, uh, either by councillors or or mayors or you know, a combination of both, you know, we, we, how how would you rate the you know the quality of leadership that there is at the moment? Hmm. Well, well, you know, firstly, I, I think the, the, there's been a, a correlation of the 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 elected political leadership and the administration and and it, it is that conflation which uh, has led to uh, you know acts of uh, inefficiency and uh, even corruption uh, precisely because we we tend to think of uh, a municipality uh, just by looking at the elected councillors and not the administration. Because, you know, for, for any uh, municipality to be uh, efficient, it has the structure, uh, the administrative structure, has got to be established and structured such that it outlives the elected representatives. Because uh, each time, every five years, you go to elections, uh, you you end up with new public representatives and so on, but the administration has got to be permanent. Uh, that's how it's going to uh, you know develop institutional memory and and, and uh, capability. Uh, and and because because if if uh, you know each time a pipe bursts in the uh, in the in the locality. 
and and it takes a, a counselor to come and explain what has happened you 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 already know that something big is amiss there because there's got to be a uh, the engineers of, of the municipality who are uh, very you know familiar with the layout of the piping systems its age and and, and how to service that and so on uh, so so these protests about service delivery are primarily because we have not developed a template of the skills mix that are required for an efficient local government uh, to, to, to happen. We tend to focus on the political side. And, and, and so we, we need to get to a point where we have a, we, we, we actually develop a template. Just to give you a sense, Mike, you know, the city of Cape Town, the metro, has more engineers than the whole province of Mpumalam. Which means what? Which means, which means that the, the city of Cape Town has better capacity of uh, maintaining uh, infrastructure and, and ensuring that uh, things work as they should. Uh, so if, if a, a whole province has less engineers, uh, that, that's why year in and year out, the uh, Auditor General will, will tell you about how much uh, work has been, uh, you know, uh, outsourced, and 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 the amounts paid to, uh, the, you know, uh, service providers. Whereas, if you know the capacity is there, uh, because just knowing, uh, you know, how the water system works. Uh, and, and how to maintain pumps and all of that uh, is an important skill which must be there. Uh, how, how to ensure that the finances and the books of, of the uh, municipality works, you need a CFO. Uh, so, so there are certain skills that ought to be there. Uh, and, and, and the criteria and the template, as I said, should be very clear you know about the requirements and then there's the the internal issue of conflict and fighting you know in over nominations you know some some people have even lost their lives you know in in some of the branches you you are a, a member of the nc you know of, of long standing uh, is, is the, where does this come from i'm sure in your time this did not happen what what is causing that well it, it it's happening precisely because uh you know in, in many, many local uh, areas, there, there are few employment opportunities because the local economies aren't uh, growing, aren't uh, creating opportunities and jobs. And, and so being a, a public representative uh, guarantees some kind of income. And, and, and in, in areas where there are no other uh, uh, opportunities, uh, so, so people tend to, uh, to 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 fight over these opportunities of being public, serving as public representatives, uh, because then they are guaranteed some income, and 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 so they resort to uh, violence. Even uh, my my own take is that uh, 
you know, anyone who acts violently in an organization should be expelled forthwith. Uh, they, they really should, and 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 to establish that kind of orderly system uh, uh, is, is is possible, you know. But you know, if if uh, people resort to uh, undemocratic methods, I mean, at the level of the uh, African Union, uh, it, it has been you know accepted that no. Uh, government that uh, is a result of a coup d'etat would be recognized. And that has reduced the number of coups on the continent. Uh, because a coup, you know, people use violence to, to ascend to office. And, and, and so we should not tolerate that even in our organizations uh, at local level. Yeah. Uh, just lastly, the, 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 all these issues that that, 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 that we, we've touched on in terms of the quality or behavior of, of, of members you know, uh, in, 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 the, in the ANC. Uh, what, what, what can the ANC do to address them? You know, does, for example, it's all well and good to, at the tail end, assess people and say, well, are they suitable or not suitable to stand as public representatives? But what sort of education and, and development actually is happening in the ANC to make sure that those people actually do come through? Well, uh, one of the requirements that is now been uh, inserted in the rules is that uh, those who uh, accept nomination must have completed certain modules and with the uh, online with the uh, Oliver Tambo School of Leadership. Yeah, that's a requirement. So all all of them would, irrespective of uh, other qualifications. All, all all of them. That, that's all we have time for on the Sunday Times Politics Weekly this week. Our guest for this week, of course, is the former president of the country and head of the ANC's electoral committee. And we'd like to thank you very much for joining us on the podcast this week. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mike, for the invitation. And, and thank you to our viewers and listeners. Thanks. And by the way, you can find a podcast of this conversation on iono.fm, on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you prefer to source your podcasts. Uh, until next time, stay safe, sanitize, wear the mask, and avoid crowded places. I'm Masiluma signing off.